Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about Nintendo's latest Nintendo Direct. Yeah, they did a big Nintendo Direct today with some with some big bigger stuff, bigish stuff. I don't know. We'll, we'll go over all that uh, in a little bit, and we've got some picks of the week. But first, John, what have you been up to this week? Man, so this week, um, not a ton that's new. But Chris, I have a dilemma for you. Mm, I have right. something that is like that is looming on my on my brain oh. that you might have some interest in as well as some uh some 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 advice okay so outer wilds the outer wilds game it's one of my favorite games like of all time but it came out in 2019 played through it all then did the whole like 100 percenting right all of the achievements got all the achievements um they have dlc coming out later like on tuesday this upcoming tuesday and uh, it's, I'm, I'm very excited for it. It's going to be awesome. My dilemma is this, Chris. I, in order to get one of the achievements, I had to delete my save. Why? Like you, have to, you have to start over. Like I had to start, like, because like there's one achievement where it's like, so it's a time loop kind of a game, right? And they're like, basically the, the achievement is like, you know, that you have to, you have to start fresh and do whatever, you know, basically get to the roll credits as quickly as you can. And like, that was one of the achievements. So I did that. And there's no way to start it if you, if you don't delete your save. I don't like, there's no like multiple save slots that you can do really. And so I think that I had to just like straight up, just like delete the save. I'll, I'll maybe check, but here's the dilemma, Chris. This week, Mobius Digital Games, the developer for Outer Wilds, said, tweeted out, Hello, travelers. Incoming message about Echoes of the Eye, which is the expansion, the DLC. We recommend that you use a previous save file, but it is not essential to play. There are some non-essential aspects of the game that will be affected by your knowledge recorded by your ship log. Good luck, spacefarers. So now, Chris, I was wondering how this would all work. Now I have the dilemma of do I download this thing and over the weekends try to like 100% my ship log again before I go into this DLC on like next week or whatever? Uh, Or do I just like just risk it and start fresh? Like, like what's what's the deal here? Like, how, how do I handle this? I still don't understand what you're risking. So... I guess like the thing they're hinting at is that it's going to be a different experience if you have a already completed save file. Oh. And like, but the, the, that, it, you know, and that's you, what you had. Yeah. That's what I had. I had a hundred percented, like the entire save file. Like it's uh, every area, a hundred percent. Yeah. The, I'd probably try to, I'd probably try to hundred percent it just because that's where I was at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So anyway, that's that's the dilemma, and that's I I feel like I'm gonna end up over the weekend like re-downloading uh, and going ahead and getting a head start on the uh, the the main game of Outer Wilds. I'm hoping what I'm hoping, Chris, is that like it didn't actually delete my save. It was just like oh, it's it's still here somewhere, but it's you know in the cloud somewhere, but not you know I don't know because I tried to disconnect it from the the. <laughs> the internet to do it so we'll see i suppose i mean yeah I mean, 
That's weird, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't like I mean I don't really like games that like the, that don't have save slots where you can't just like re- or or d- you can't just like go back to previous like mm. stages or spots in the mm-hmm. game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I see. Yeah. And that's the thing like it was sp- for one specific achievement, it was just like you had to start from the beginning and beat the game as quickly as you possibly could. Um and so, yeah, so it was just like that, that one. I was like, all right, well, I'm done with the rest of this game. Let me just go ahead and, you know, do this thing. And I did. Yeah. And, like, you know, never even my my wildest dreams would I have imagined that this game would get DLC just because it's such a complete experience from the get-go. So, anyway, so we'll see how far I get uh, with 100%ing that ship log and, like, making, you know, getting all of the data that I had previously. Um, but otherwise, like, I feel like I'm going to end up just starting off and it'll – like maybe just starting by doing that in the first place, uh, first thing on Tuesday, if I, if I dive in on Tuesday. So, um, but yeah, Chris, that's what I, you know, I've, I've just been, been, you know, debating that and thinking about that. What have you been up to this week? Oh man. Um, I haven't really been up to a ton, been playing a lot of Warzone. Um, there was like a, there was a dry spell there for about, well, it felt like a month where like we just were like just not getting any wins and just getting Oof. owned, but Oof. Um, now uh, pretty much every night that I play, we get a win. Um, back in the uh, the top zero percent of the world in in wins, which is uh, satisfying. So was it a, a question of like did the did the world change? Like did the meta change in the game, or was it like like basically? I mean, the meta is always the... changing in the game, and and. <sighs> Like, I th- matchmaking is also a thing. Like, so yeah. there are different things where, like, sometimes it just feels like you are in lobbies with, like, just an unbelievable amount of PC players that, like, like it or not, they're just a lot more mobile than you are on a controller. You know, you can spin around faster. You can, like, uh, you can track people faster. That's why, like, controllers have aim assists and computers don't. And so... um I think that was a part of it too. Just the matchmaking was was terrible, um, because anytime we would like just do well, then it would immediately put us in this lobby that would just like mm. clamp down on us hard. And there's also like, you know, Warzone goes through rounds of cheater bans where they will like the, you know they'll ban thousands of accounts, and then yeah. you know it'll be another couple months and people will get out of control again. Then they'll ban like thousands more, and mm-hmm. so. There's that kind of stuff that happens too. I mean, you know, it's just kind of like a it's a it's a live service game, so it just kind of goes through through seasons of that kind of stuff. Um, but I feel like it's, it, it feels good now. Feels back to normal. Like there is a normal. There is a like baseline that it feels like it always defaults back to eventually. You know, and it stays mm-hmm. there for a while. But like occasionally, you know, they make a change on the back end, or like they introduce some new weapons um, or new perks for those weapons. And then the, it becomes overpowered and the meta kind of changes, you know, and uh, all that kind of stuff is kind of generally settled down now. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, been playing a lot of that. Um, How do you feel like, because we got the new map coming later this year with the release of Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, you, you, feeling, you feeling like, oh, man, I could, I could do with a map, re- a brand new map, basically. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready for it. Like, I mean, the the, the current map, like, again, like, they need to change it dr- dramatically in order to keep me, like, playing on this. I mean, I don't know. Like, I say that, and, like, I play it almost, you know, every, every night. And so it's like, I there's something about it that keeps me coming back. Um, but I, 
there are certain parts of the map where you're just like you just know how how to navigate. Like I, I don't know. I don't know that I like. I like the surprise element of it. I I like the, if you know the final circle is in a specific part of the map. Like it's almost like you know how to win, and which is good. You know, like you can pull it out that way. But then it's also like everyone else knows how to win too. Then yeah, who's yeah. generally there. And so, I mean, it's an even playing field, but it's just like, you know, there's not that sense of um, discovery, I guess. and emergence emergence gameplay. Yeah. Um, Now, you still have to be like a good team and play play strategically. And, you know, like there's, you know, the the meta overall just kind of changes. You know, used to be you could hole up somewhere. Now you kind of just have to spread out and like not get caught all together and that kind of stuff. Yeah. you know, they even they go through things, you know, even like um, for a while, uh, the gulag disappeared um, a few weeks back, like where you couldn't. And that was that was then in that season where we weren't winning. We're like, no, the gulag didn't disappear. Sorry. Uh, you had to have money to come back from. Oh, no, the gulag wasn't there. You just had to have money to, to come back in. So it was like quick spawns right back in. Like you would mm. literally wipe out, you know, in a quad uh, game mode, you would wipe out three of the four players, and and within sixty seconds, they're all back in the game, and you've mm. barely you'd recovered from wiping them out the first time. And sure. so, like that kind of stuff was just like, okay, this is ridiculous, you know? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and so you you get the situation where like, okay, only the super aggro players are going to win. So I don't know, you know. I forgot what your what your question was at this point. <laughs> I was just I was just wondering about like, oh, is it is it, is it ready for change? Because that's the thing that like, I, that's the reason I don't play anymore. Like on on Warzone in particular, is just like ah, like the gameplay is 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 fun and everything, but it's like you feel like you've seen it all before, you know. <laughs> After yeah. a certain point, and then like, so I was like, you know, whenever they introduce this new map, I feel like that'll bring me back, and I'll be like, all right, let me let me try out, let me try out the new map, let me try out the new the new things. Um, because it'll be it'll be different, you know, at that point. So it'll feel yeah. slightly different. So yeah, I mean, I'm ready for the new map for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, and as long you know, it's funny. You know, whenever, uh, whenever they they introduced the Cold War weapons, I was like, well, I hope they don't get rid of my Warzone or sorry, yeah, my original Warzone Modern Warfare weapons, and they didn't, and they were still in there. But now, like, I've completely abandoned that loadout in class. Uh, altogether because there is a you know like the meta change and, and there's yeah. a, another gun that um it's different but it's it's better you know like yeah, i don't yeah. necessarily like enjoy shooting it as much but it's it's a better gun for the current meta yeah, you, you just do better with it like it's yeah. like ah, i don't this, this isn't as enjoyable like to to actually like do but it's like it, it's what you have to like it's what you're using to to win um that's fascinating and that's the thing like i, I hope that they kind of like get into a rotation with like whatever new map they do and then you know bring this one back the next season or like whatever like the, that's something that I, I've, I've appreciated about like apex that has kept that fresh is that every season they update a map drastically like they change a whole area of the map Map, but then that map like after that whole season is over that map is just like kind of out for a minute and then they bring in bring it in the next season so it's like every all the th- of the three maps one of them like has time off like at any given point and like they update that one and bring it back and so it's like just just this ever rotating kind of constantly changing thing um which is cool so i kind of hope that they get into that with it with warzone because it would be uh it would enhance the 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 feeling of freshness well, yeah, and especially since we already kind of like know they're not going to go the Fortnite route with it, right. where you introduce drastic 
uh, map changes every single season and throughout right. the season it changes and things happen. Like that's just like something that apparently they're not super hot on doing. Um, now, like, they, I mean, they kind of do so. It's like right now, you can go in there and they have like these objectives where you just like go uh, activate these. Um, uh, I don't know what they're calling them, like antenna arrays around the map, mm. but they don't do anything. Like it's like it's like they take it, they take it to a certain step where you can go do something, but then and they make an objective with an, a reward attached to it, like a blueprint or an emblem yeah, or a calling card yeah. or something. But then they don't go the extra mile and be like, okay, well, like okay, if we activate all these in the map, then it should cause something to happen, you know, something right, like that, right? There's no and, like, there's no ultimate payoff. It's all just like kind right. of a, uh, like a cosmetic payoff. It's just like a vanity thing. And I'm like, well, in that sense, like now you're just like, you're, you're changing the way people are behaving now and attracting them to certain areas, which, which I guess is kind of the point, maybe just to mix it up. I don't know. Who knows, man? Anyway, all that to say, I've been playing a lot of Warzone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I dig it. I dig it. Um, Chris, in a little while, we're going to talk about the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. But first, the pick of the week. Pick of the week. John, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week, Chris, is something that came out last night. So I guess that would be like the Wednesday before this podcast posts. But uh, it's Star Wars Visions. Mm. which is a series, I guess like you would call it like an anthology of uh, short films from like kind of renowned uh, anime studios. Um, and they're just telling like Star Wars stories. Uh, there are, let me, let me confirm how many, I think there's like nine of them. Let me look and see. Yeah, there's nine of these. And there's, I think there's two studios that, that have uh, two of them. Um each and so like i think it's it's a grand total of that would be like seven studios and you know nine nine shorts and uh dude i uh, i watched all through all of them you know kind of all in one sitting and man there's there's some really really cool stuff in here uh i'm i'm very excited for you in particular to to check it out and then we can chat about it you know with full-on spoilers and like you know whatever um as uh at some point but either on or, or off this podcast, but at some point chat about it and, uh, and talk about them, but there are some really good ones in there, man. It's a, it's, it's a good time. That's awesome. Yeah. This is kind of like the, the, what is the Marvel version of this Marvel? What if? Yeah. What if? Yeah. 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 yeah but like in the, this one's different in that basically the, uh, the, studios like the the individual studios that are putting this on like rather than it being like oh this is like a marvel animation thing it's like a different like completely different visual style completely different storyline they don't connect at all they don't even have to like necessarily connect with much going on in star wars either like like they've said like this is not necessarily canon it's not necessarily not canon but there are some that fit incredibly well into like the star wars canon and probably you would assume like okay yeah this this is canon and then there's like a couple of them that i was just like man this is just like this is i doubt that this is ever going to be integrated into like the larger canon of star wars however amazing and and you know striking in the storytelling and visuals are so um it's just fascinating chris it's a it's it's a cool cool one to go with because like the very first one is kind of like 
kind of looks monochromatic in a lot of ways. And then like the very next one is like super bright and colorful. Um, so like you have just drastically different visual styles as you go from one short to another. That's awesome. Um, one of the things I will say about it is I feel like I watched it wrong. <laughs> I feel like in watching them all in one sitting, I do feel like I lost a little bit of something like where it's like somewhere in there, like some of I feel like at some point, some of the epic visuals, like near the end of it, I feel like were just kind of lost on me a little bit because it was like, oh man, I've watched like an hour and a half, two hours of this at this point. And like, the, you know, that's a lot of, a lot of epic lightsaber duels. <laughs> So I do feel like if, if it were me and I would recommend this to somebody like, Hey, watch them like one or two at a time. Like, Hey, watch two, mm. like that's a half hour long. Like that, that'll get you there. Then watch the next two and then watch it until you're done with them. Um, and obviously like they range from like 14 minutes to like, I think the longest one is like 23 minutes, 24 minutes or something like that. But it's just, uh, I, I don't think I would watch them all in one sitting again. And I probably, as I rewatch them, we'll just watch them kind of one at a time. Um, and I have, I have some massive faves in here where I'm like, oh my goodness, that one was epic. And uh, I'm interested to see if they hold up that way in, you know, separated out by themselves. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's just an interesting way to, to experience these drastically different stories and things. That's cool. I'll have to check it out for sure. Dude, do it. Do it. I, uh, I love it. What is your pick of the week, Chris? Uh, my pick of the week is a movie that comes out on Disney+. Plus. We're both kind of talking about Disney Plus things um, on October 8th called Muppets Haunted Mansion. Um, it's an m- original Muppets movie and uh, kind of looks like it. I mean, it takes place in the Haunted Mansion um, from the Haunted Mansion ride in Disney World. And uh, so there's a lot of similarities there. has some stars in it. has the Muppets in it. It looks great. I mean... <laughs> Uh, there's, I don't know really, like if you don't really know, like, or care about the Muppets, I don't know like how to import part that to you. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just kind of like, if you know, you know, kind of thing. And, uh, but it looks great. It looks kind of like, it's, it's, it kinda, it's like, okay, this, if this is as good as it looks like it's going to be. This is going to be something that I watch like every Halloween. Like the Muppets are super interesting in that, like I, there are the Muppet movies where it's like, oh, they, you know, we're, we're, we have a, we are the Muppets and that's their character. Right. And then there are other Muppet movies where like, they're literally like the people, the characters in Muppet treasure Island, like the, in the, the story treasure Island. And so this kind of like, it looks like it's, it's a, a bit, of, a bit of both. <laughs> So yeah, it looks it looks pretty. I'm I'm very excited to watch uh watch this one. Yeah, it looks great. Um, so my pick of the week was Muppets Haunted Mansion, and your pick of the week was the Star Wars Visions anthology on Disney Plus. Both of them on Disney Plus. Nice. All right, Chris. Yes. It's time to talk about. Nintendo. Yes. And some other other things. Like they have some Sega things oh, in here, which things. I you know, oh, like there's okay, some, cool. there's some Sega stuff buried inside of this direct. So anyway, we're yeah. talking about Nintendo mainly. I'll uh, I'll let you uh, I'll let you go through this because I did not watch this, so a lot of this is gonna be news to me and I'm gonna find it out live with the listeners. Dude, live reacts. You're gonna have all those hot takes. Yeah. Um, and as I did with the the PlayStation uh, direct thing that happened a little while ago. I'm only going to cover the things that I care about. <laughs> I like it. 
<laughs> so if you're listening if you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, he didn't cover XYZ, it's probably because I I I didn't care about that. <laughs> so yeah, there it is. Cool. Um, Chris. All right, so the first thing that I wanted to bring up was the Kirby game. There's going to be a brand new Kirby game. The trailer looks uh, looks pretty awesome. It looks like it's called Kirby and the Forgotten Land, and it looks like it's Kirby on some sort of a post-apocalyptic island where there's like a si- abandoned city with like all of these leaves overgrown and everything. Like this is just a different s- style setting for uh, for Kirby. I didn't realize in the Kirby universe that like potentially cities and humans and things like yeah like the actually kind of like existed but i guess you know I, I, it's just like a just a new type of environment for kirby that's pretty cool then there's a strange one chris this one's called the nintendo switch online plus expansion pack what is that so it's uh, i don't know like it, they're gonna detail this is the strange thing dude they've announced like what it is but they're gonna detail some of it later the Nintendo online service has always been just like a Rubik's cube of like nonsense in a lot of ways where you're like, okay, well I get access to SNES games and NES games, but like, and, and online play, but like, what am I really, you know, what's, I don't know what I'm paying for exactly here. Um, it's a very low price though. So you're like, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and keep it going. Um, but this is an update that will arrive in October, so like next month, and it'll reveal. Nintendo promises that it will reveal more about pricing and the exact release date closer to launch. So I don't know why. Why didn't they put a price on this thing today? But what it is is it's a uh, launch lineup of in sixty four games uh, that they're bringing to the Nintendo Switch Online uh, service for an additional fee so like this is like an upcharge on your nintendo online membership um to get access to some n64 games and sega genesis games uh which is where the sega part comes in um the games that you'll have access to are super mario 64 the legend of zelda ocarina of time mario kart 64 star fox 64 sin and punishment for some reason dr mario 64 mario tennis 64 Winback, which I don't even know what that is, and Yoshi Story. Um, the launch lineup for Sega Genesis games includes Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage 2, Echo the Dolphin, you know, the best best game about being a dolphin out there, um, Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra, Hardcore, uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, which I'm super into. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, Golden Axe, which I'm not super into. <laughs> Gunstar Heroes, Musha, Fantasy Star 4, uh, Ristar, Shining Force. Yes. Only Shining Force 1, though, not mm. Shining Force any of the sequels, which is a bummer. Uh, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master, and Strider. Uh, the service will also get more N64 games in the future, like Banjo-Kazooie, Pokemon Snap, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, Kirby 64, uh, Mario Golf, Paper Mario, and F-Zero-X but no like details on when those potentially would come or what cadence they would uh they would be released at so or or no cost price yeah i mean we don't we have no idea what this is going to be priced at like the uh the membership as it is is like only like i want to say like $25 $20 a year or something like that it's, it's really not expensive but it's like you know just just tell me what the price is right now rather than like this thing's going to launch next month why why, do, why don't we have a price on this yet <laughs> Yeah, that's wild. I mean, it's just going to be tacked on to our, our current subscription. 
Yeah, like you can up, 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 like, oh, you can go ahead and like upgrade to it or like whatever. Um, so it's interesting. It's, it's a, it's a strange move, I feel like. And with the Nintendo Online, like the SNES games and the NES games that they put in the Nintendo Online, like they're not always like, they're not the cream of the crop a lot of times. Like a lot of times they're just like, like what game? Like I, like I was saying before, like some of those N64 games, like I haven't even heard of like Winback. What is, what is Winback with a capital W and a capital B? I, I don't know what this, I don't know what that game is. Um, so, you know, someone out there I'm sure has like been clamoring for, oh man, I wish I could play Winback on my Nintendo Switch, but not I. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how what the price is. We'll talk about it whenever it comes out. I'm sure that I'll I'll get it so I can play some of these awesome good games that are on there, like Mean Bean Machine and Star Fox 64 and stuff. But uh, but yeah, dude, it's uh, you know it's just a, a strange move from Nintendo with their online because that's that's the kind of moves they make with the Nintendo online stuff. Yeah, I feel like it's it's always been kind of like you know this could be super super cool, but you just make it weird for no reason, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. And so in addition to that, you can also buy, so Nintendo Switch Online members will soon be able to pre-order N64 and Sega Genesis controllers for their Nintendo Switch, similar to the way oh, that's awesome. that they did the SNES controllers and, and those types of things. Like where they're, they're can you still Bluetooth. get the SNES controller? Yes. Question mark? Like they 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 release them in waves. Like we're like, oh, we have we've manufactured more. Put some more on there for the people. Um, so you should be able to like get access to that if you pay attention to like when they when they release them or whatever. But that's pretty cool. Like Bluetooth controllers. Like I, the one that I've been waiting for is like a, a Bluetooth N sixty four controller would be sweet, dude. I'm I'm super excited to pick up that. Oh, one. totally. Um, let me see what's next. What's next? Ah. Bayonetta 3 uh, release window. We have that. We haven't heard from that game in like three years, uh, but it'll release in 2022. Uh, there's a Splatoon 3 gameplay uh, single player campaign trailer that was uh, that was revealed. It looks really cool. That's another one of those like, hey, these you know post apocalyptic kind of a of a looking uh, thing where the squids like this the squidlings have taken over the world, but then this is going to be the return of the mammalians. So you assume that like humans are coming back and uh, I'm not sure exactly what's, what's going to happen with all that. Um, but I really like Splatoon 2. I liked the gameplay of that and the single player campaign was very fun. Um, moving on. Here's one. Castlevania. There's a Nintendo Advance collection is bringing four classic Castlevania games uh, to the Nintendo Switch today, today, today. Um, so like this is a collection of some of the best like Castlevania games. And as someone who really loves like Metroidvania games, the games that are like designed similar to Metroid games and Castlevania games, this appeals to me because I never played any of these. Uh, I never played any of the the Nintendo Advance uh, or uh, Game Boy Advance um, Castlevania games, and this has four of those. Uh, uh, in there some of the some of the ones that are considered the better like the best castlevania games out there so there's like aria of sorrow um harmony of dissonance circle of the moon that sort of thing so anyway that's a that's that's one that i'm like ah, i've never played these games i'm very excited to pick that up and play them that's awesome okay two more things unless i forgot some but two more things uh the first one being that the Project Triangle Strategy. You remember this game from E3 like two years ago where it's it's a it looks 
it's a pixel art 3d kind of really stunning looking um tactical rpg but it's now called so they've renamed it it's it was project project triangle strategy and it has now been renamed to be called triangle strategy (laughs) (laughs) and it'll be released in march of 2022 so anyway so that's just what i had on my radar i was like why why would uh, the renaming thing is just hilarious to me. Um, anyway, so then the last news, Chris, the Shigeru Miyamoto came up and he announced the cast and release date of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh. Um, so this is going to hit theaters in North America on December 21st, 2022. And the cast is Chris Pratt playing Mario, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy playing Peach, Charlie Day playing Luigi. Oh, I love that. Jack Black playing yes, playing Bowser. Um, and so in this article I'm reading, it has Keegan Michael Key in there, but it doesn't have like doesn't have a character for him to play. So I don't know who who Keegan Michael Key is going to be, but I really like Keegan Michael Key. And then Seth Rogen is going to play Donkey Kong. <laughs> um, <laughs> Charles Martinet, who voices who voices Mario in the games will appear in the movie as well as uh, as special characters. So I, I somehow he's involved in, in this, but not the voice of Mario. Um, so very interesting news here. I'm not sure how I feel about the whole Mario being a movie situation. I'm not sure if it's going to be any good. We'll have to find out. I'm, you know, a lot of these people I'm very, I, I like a lot. I mean, that cast is killer. The, the, Overall, I mean, it's it's just weird. Like, I, you know, I wouldn't have necessarily picked any of those actors for, like, whenever I'm excited, I'm just excited because I love Charlie Day and I love sure. Chris Pratt and I love uh, Jack Black. It's just like, okay, yeah, uh, I would never have probably put this cast together for a Mario Brothers movie, right? It's 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 fascinating to me. Like I, I I like like you said I like I like the actors. I like the names. It's like, but I never would have thought like a Jack Black as ba- as Bowser. You know, it's like hmm, yeah. How do I? I it, we'll see. We'll see. Um, also with the, like the whole Mario thing, people have, have always been like, well, how are they gonna like make Mario's voice or whatever? And so because Mario doesn't usually talk very much in the games, like he literally just says woohoo, you know, and it's a me, a Mario. But like he doesn't say a ton. Um, just kind of makes vocalizations and things. Um, and now we have an actor who is who two of his like most iconic characters, uh, the you know in the Lego Movie as well as Star Lord, are both known for talking like a lot. <laughs> so it's it's uh, it's just fascinating that like oh we went that direction with it where it's like let's we're gonna get like somebody who's who who do, does characters that he's known for talking a lot to do this. So I'm I'm interested. Like it's it's a it's a unique. Bold choices, I feel like, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check it out for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is the Nintendo Direct news, Chris. Is there anything that I didn't hit on that you had seen that you like wanted to chat about? That you wanted to wanted to dive into? I don't think so. I think so. I mean, like I said, I didn't see anything, so I don't know anything that you didn't talk about. <laughs> You're like, I wouldn't even know if there was something that was amazing that I wanted to talk about. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That sounds exciting. We'll uh, we'll have to. Uh, review some of that when it comes out definitely all right john well uh that's it for this week um we uh next week hopefully uh things will slow down a little bit have something to review that'd be kind of cool um and we can uh do that i know we've been saying that for weeks now but that's my uh that's my goal it's my dream john (laughs) your dream you just like 
like sitting at home constantly just I'm dreaming of a review yeah yeah dreaming of a review you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at chrisright250 and John Wright 777 and at stayontargetpod please go to your podcast service of choice review us tell your friends about us we really appreciate it that's it for this week we'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target